The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome to the scraps. What you got in the cup? It's always it's always like just water. Uh, just water. Can you yeah. get the chat up? By the way, we've we've kind of been in the two. <laughs> oh, my bad. Two mode. I thought it was open. Yeah. It should be open now. Yeah. Now it's just water. I, I'm showing this time. like you can see, but you can't really see. Honestly, it. honestly, like as much as I am drillus for Willis. I might, you might talk me into some defensive talent after what I've been seeing from this team so far, man. Chat, what rhymes with Thibodeau? Dribodeau. <laughs> that doesn't work. <laughs> what did you guys do to Ryan? Ryan's hiding in a basement right now. He's got a tornado warning. <clears throat> he said, if, me, Daddy. if he's safe, he'll try to jump in here, but um, obviously, I'll call him hope he's doing okay. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Ah, my toe for Thibodeau. Is that what we're doing? (laughs) Wow. That's, um, that's a little too kinky for me. I mean, that doesn't like, yeah, it has to be something a little more negative. I mean, I'm not get hoed for Thibodeau. No, (laughs) and I'm sure everyone kind of wants to go see Sunday night football so they can just have Tom Brady shoved down their throats for three hours. I almost don't want to watch that game out of spite. Like I'm, I'm just so spiteful of the over coverage of that game that I'm just like, no, fuck it. I, I don't. Tom Wickersham, Tom Wickersham, like Tom Wickersham, playing for a book to come out around this time about the inner workings of the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Just like there, I don't know if you saw there was a tidbit in that book. So you remember, you remember the the Patriots Super Bowl in which Malcolm Butler got benched, like he didn't play. Yes, and, yes, and everyone was like. Yeah. Why didn't Malcolm Butler play? That's that's fun. like he's great. Well, you want to take a guess at why Malcolm Butler didn't play, guys? Because Go he on. got into a chewing match with the one, the only, Matt Patricia. Jesus Christ! They got in a screaming match at each other in practice the week of the Super Bowl, and they decided to bench their player. And and was it was it Malcolm Butler's fault? I don't know. What do we think, Chet? Do we think it was Malcolm Butler's fault, or maybe was it the other guy's fault? The the guy that maybe drove some of the best players on the Lions out of the team. I know you're going for the Lions angle for the most interesting tidbit in there, but I'm sorry that doesn't beat the idea that apparently Bill O'Brien was trying to throw his job with the Texans so he get rehired by the Patriots and be back in Foxborough to be Bill Belichick's successor. Is that in there? Uh, apparently yes 
According to Wickersham, Brady and Patriots owner once talked in 2017 who might succeed Belichick in New England. Our offensive coordinator, Josh McDaniel, has long been viewed as a candidate. Remember, he blew up his opportunity to go coach the Colts to go back at the last minute. But uh, former coordinator Bill O'Brien's name came up. At the time, Bob was head coach for the Texans. In a power struggle with general manager Rick Smith, O'Brien reportedly heard about his name as a possibility to eventually succeed Belichick. According to the book, O'Brien told those close to him that he was trying to get fired by the Texans. Wow. <laughs> and uh, can we just like this, this entire two decade span of the Patriots, we need to never hire a coach who was ever a part of that. We ever need to again. ban the words Patriot way. Yikes. No, that, that that's the true. thing. How am I not myself? Like his record shows that might be true. I totally believe Bob was throwing <laughs> with the Texans. By the way, I, I don't have How'd that work out run? for him, by the way. Is he, well. is he the Patriots head coach now? Is that what happened? No. Where where is is he back with the Patriots? I don't think he's currently under. Does he is he even employed he, right now? I think so. Does anyone know if Bill O'Brien is currently hired? Currently the oh, offensive coordinator. Oh right, oh. he's at Alabama. He's at Alabama. That's right. Where the fuck else? You're guys well, who uh, listen, who, listen. Who saw success in New England are either with the Patriots or with Alabama. No one else. <laughs> Do you have any interest in this Urban Meyer story? If Lions fans are ever feeling down, Jacksonville's a dumpster fire already. I like I like that I think, was it you in the Slack who asked me and thought, oh, this might be an older picture because he's wearing an Ohio State? Uh, uh, yeah, right. Sure. And I was, I, I, I think my point to you was like, I don't think they make Jacksonville Jaguars branded salmon pink quarter zips. He looks genuinely unhappy though. Like he was, yeah. he was the, the, the Jaguars were up seven, nothing. And he still had his hands on his knees doubled over. Yeah. I mean, he looks like he's about to be sitting in the tunnel on one of those carts again and just downing an entire, yeah, an entire pop. Do, do you remember pizza? anything about Steve Spurrier when he was coaching in Washington? No, there was, there, there's a very famous picture of Steve Spurrier, longtime, very successful college coach. Yeah. Florida and then eventually South Carolina when he came back, but obviously made Florida into the kind of the national name that it was that it is today. And uh the old ball coach uh, whips my hey, hey yeah, I, I don't care. I don't care about Georgia. Um takes the job with the with the uh Washington with Washington. Um completely in over his head. And I think there is a picture of him up at a press at the press conference table where he just looks complete. I've Steve Spurrier is a very chipper man, even in his advanced age, he looked hollow up there. Some of these college guys are just not ready for this. It's the risk in going college coach. And it's it's the risk in going, you know, uh, what's the other Campbell's name? I've, uh, uh, Matt Campbell, Matt Campbell, you know, yeah, but you know, Matt rule seems to be doing okay in Carolina and you know, it's, it's, well, I think, it, I think the difference there is Matt's experience. Like the, the big thing and what keeps getting pointed out is like urban's not used to losing. Right. Like wherever he's gone, he has just crushed everyone. No matter if it was Bowling Green or Florida or Ohio state, he's just one where he goes, Matt rule started with temple. Was coach Matt Rule was coaching at Temple. 
Temple's getting crushed every now and then. Yep. I mean, yeah, you could make Matt Campbell probably too. Iowa State isn't blowing the doors off of everybody. Yeah, and he was at Toledo before that. And he, like to 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 springboard this Urban Meyer discussion into something positive about the Lions, I have not lost any faith in the coaching staff through the four no, games. None. None. They they remain the biggest reason to be optimistic about the the future of this team is I think the coaching staff. I still think that despite not having a you know uh, despite having a patchwork offensive line now, despite having no receivers, despite having a a quarterback who limits you. Anthony Lynn is playing is, is making good play calls, making good play calls and, and making things work between the twenties, at least uh, most of the time defensively, maybe not as many bright spots in this week's game, but you have to come away pretty impressed with Eric Glenn last week and he's not going to kill it every week. And you know, it, it, going up against a rookie quarterback who sucked ass last week, you knew they were going to do some different things this week. And so there's probably a little bit of unpredictability in, in what happened out there. Yeah, I mean, like, listen, th- there were individual bad coaching decisions last week that I you know, I pointed out already. I'm sure you guys have seen it. Like, I thought it was bad to, to, to go for a field goal on offense. I thought it was bad to only rush three on a fourth and 19. And I thought it was <clears throat> um, I was bad to call that timeout. Like, those are some of the growing pains things that I'm willing to forgive. They're just like individual little mistakes. And if you're one of the people that are upset about going for it on fourth down as many times as they did, you're right to be frustrated if that's what you believe, but you should also be like, okay, well, this is Dan Campbell's first time as a full-time head coach. Allow him to make those mistakes. Allow him yeah, and, and yeah. allow him to figure out his team. Like that's one thing that he said, like maybe if this offense continues to not convert on these sort of situations, maybe then I'll scale back the aggressiveness. But for now, yeah. I believe in this offense and I, I, I believe that they they can make these downs and make these. Isn't that plays. the new American motto? Fail forward fast. Isn't that what everyone is all about? Like mm-hmm. you should fail and iterate faster and faster. Isn't that your business success win that people are, are obsessed about? Sure. Got to break, break stuff, move fast. Isn't that the Silicon Valley motto? Like, are, are we supposed to reward failure in this day and age? <laughs> Comments, especially like when they see shoes I wear. Dad vibes. I, yeah, my shoes definitely give out dad vibes. <clears throat> he doesn't know. He doesn't know what he just walked into folks. Oh no. What did I do? If you play the Darren Rovell video, I'm going to lose no. my fucking mind. You don't know. You don't, you don't know about the new Limp Bizkit song. Do you? Oh, of course I do. Dad vibes. Yeah. I forgot. That's what the name of it. <laughs> Check out your dad with the swag on the floor. Mama's going <laughs> to brag when I walk in the door. Y'all ain't ever seen a gorilla in the midst walking that line with the so fine with a blindfold. I respect Keep in mind you. though. Hot dad riding in on a rhino. Got the roller under wrap with the dad vibes. Now everybody bounce the franchise. Come on. That's as far as I'm going. <laughs> I respect Fred Durst and Limp Biscuit so much for literally <laughs> oh not changing God. a damn thing. <laughs> About who they are. Reported clip, clip, clip. <laughs> <laughs> because that Limp Biscuit, you could have plucked that Limp Biscuit song out of 1999 and just put the word dad in it a few times, and it was the exact same. They yeah. have not changed a single bit, and it's horrible, and I love it. <laughs> number one, number five on the Limp Biscuit <laughs> list cast. 
I, I almost want to go underappreciated songs. Cause if I, if I just, I could load this up with the big ones, right? I could load this up with break stuff. My generation rolling. Um, you got all these, take you a got look around Limp Bizkit deep cuts. I do. I have to look. One of my favorites is still boiler. No idea what that is. It's on, it's on chocolate starfish. It is. Chocolate starfish. That's. I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to think, cause that one's good. Um, I liked living it up. I'm trying to think of the un of like, I'm trying to think what of the, of the, of the lower end stuff I can like put up top because I mean, shit, I even like full Nelson. Actually, I think full Nelson mm-hmm. might make the top. All right. All right. Let's start. Let's start. Number five is full Nelson. Okay. Number four, my generation. Number, what am I on? Uh, let's see. Three. Number three, I honestly like ready to go. <laughs> Not just because we use it for Ryan every time. Okay. Um, where am I at? Two. Two, I know. Uh, did I say my generation? You did. I think that was uh, break, no, number two is break stuff. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm, and number mm-hmm. one is rolling, 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 rolling. Both both cuts. I, it doesn't matter if you want to do urban assault vehicle or the uh, or the. I forget what the main one's called, but uh, yeah, there you go, done. I could probably do ten, but I would need to like take some time to write stuff down. I'm gonna go in the other direction because I feel like it's easier for me, and I'm gonna put faith number one. Faith. Be- Ooh. Because that is legitimately better than the George Michael version. Like part of part of my love for Limp Biscuit, I would say the majority of it is somewhat ironic. I unironic unironically like their cover Speaking of Speaking of their covers, I actually like their cover of Behind Blue Eyes as well. I'm not sure I can I'm not sure I can back you up on that. I just think um, his voice fits for the song. I don't know. Number two is break stuff. Because that is just quintessential that is limp biscuit to a t like if if mm-hmm. you were to if someone were to ask you who limp biscuit is Fucking the James first song saw. you should send them is break stuff just can you ass raw <laughs> and if my kid keeps going this way um my, my number three is rearranged and i'm not sure if Ooh. most people know it I but do. he gets super emo in that song and i just remember my teenage self who was going through absolutely no hardships but wanted to feel emo just so he could feel emo and just like, I'm sad. Boiler too. Boiler is in that same vein. Boiler is yeah. in that same vein is like hyper emo. It, it's, it's really when he breaks down at the end, he goes, you make believe that life is so long until you're crying. Oh, crying God, that's, all that's, day. Yeah, no, I remember that song. Like yeah. I fully remember the song now. And that's, that's a good one. Yeah. 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 Um, the um, one is like that as well. This will be the like all of chocolate starfish, <clears throat> but anyway, go on. Um, I don't think I can do Nookie. I don't think Nookie's a good song. I don't like Nookie. I don't. I don't like my like generation either. Maybe end together now. Like it's 
In Together Now is In Together Now is 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 but at least fascinating just because well, In Together Now is like the meeting of like the two weirdest moments for two different genres, and that you've got Method Man from Wu Tang and Fred Durst with Limp Biscuit. Like, yeah, this is weird. I don't know. Do I have another one that I even really like? <laughs> like, um, yeah, we'll just do we'll just do a. Uh, uh, the the new one that wasn't this wasn't dad look dad bot or whatever ready to go ready, ready to, go. to go ready to yeah. go ready to go is we, is we very sang the hell fun. out of that song yes uh people don't <clears throat> know this but we actually had like a road trip from ann arbor to uh to grand rapids right with like right. Your, my you yep. myself i mean you myself alex reno ryan matthews was kyle yost in the car too I don't think so. I don't think he was. I thought I, I think it was sworn there was a fifth person. It was it was the four of us. But we also met like we went to the Griffins game for two dollar hockey. Um, a hot dog and beer night. Yeah, we met and Mike there. Absolutely, we met Mike there. We met um, one of my power buddies. friend of the show, Big Slick McDick there. Oh, that's right. We, I think we met Beast <laughs> Beast F Ball there as well. Either way, I just I barely remember that night because I got blitzed. I got. Fucking ripped apart between between the two dollar Labatt Blues and everything we were drinking at Founders. I also ate a Devil Dancer sandwich at, at Founders, and I was shitting fire the entire next day. Uh, well, now that we've lost uh, a good twenty percent of our audience with the Limp Bizkit talk, shut the fuck up. That was. The Scraps.